This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, elected leaders from Maryland are making another push to get the FBI's new headquarters in their state. Another court ruling in the tricky topic of the government contractor vaccine mandate. And the Office of Personnel Management is hoping to attract more young folks into government. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Maryland lawmakers are telling the Biden administration that bringing the FBI headquarters to their state will advance its government-wide equity goals. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and Representative Kwesi Mfume tell the White House that moving the headquarters to majority black Prince George's County will bring federal jobs and development opportunities to the area. Two of the three proposed FBI sites are in the county. The General Services Administration is expected to make its final decision on the site of the new FBI headquarters this fall. Senators are pressing agencies for an update, implementing legislation to crack down on illegal opioids in international mail. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The 2018 STOP Act requires the Postal Service to collect advanced electronic data on international mail. Customs and Border Protection then uses that data to stop illegal shipments of opioids like fentanyl from coming into the U.S. Senators Rob Portman and Amy Klobuchar are asking CBP how many countries will receive waivers granting an exception to comply with the STOP Act requirements in 2023. CBP granted waivers to more than 130 countries last year, but says the number is going down. USPS says it now collects advanced electronic data on 95% of incoming international mail. Jory Heckman Federal News Network. A federal judge has denied a request from the state of Texas to block the Biden administration from imposing vaccine mandates on federal contractors in the state. Texas argued it needed its own injunction after the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals reversed another court ruling that blocked the vaccine mandate nationwide. But Judge Jeffrey Brown ruled Texas has not shown it faces imminent harm because as of now, the Office of Management and Budget is still telling agencies not to enforce the mandate. You've heard of the PIL, the Procurement Innovation Lab at the Homeland Security Department. Well, now get ready for the NAIL, the NASA Acquisition Innovation Lab. The space agency plans to model the NAIL after the highly successful DHS effort. The small organization will try to bring new and emerging procurement practices to NASA. It will likely launch in early 2023. The NAIL's home will be at NASA headquarters, but connect back to the centers to help train and share best practices across the country. The Department of Homeland Security is set to release new details on a major cloud services acquisition. DHS will host a virtual industry day November 7th to discuss requirements for the Enterprise Cloud Infrastructure Provider Suite, also referred to as Eclipse. Officials will provide an overview of the Eclipse award structure, scope, and projected spending plans. DHS is considering how the suite could meet department-wide requirements for infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, and software as a service, as well as other cloud needs. The White House looks to launch a major consumer cybersecurity initiative next year. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Biden administration plans to roll out a national cybersecurity labeling program for Internet of Things devices starting next spring. The announcement comes after industry and government leaders convened at the White House last week to discuss the cyber labeling effort. The goal is to develop an Energy Star-type label that helps consumers understand whether products like routers and security cameras meet cyber standards. 
The Federal Trade Commission and the National Institute of Standards and Technology are among the agencies leading the efforts. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. In an effort to increase its focus on combat readiness, U.S. Space Command will transfer its responsibility for tracking objects in space to the Department of Commerce. Space Command currently tracks more than 47,000 objects, according to a written statement from the Department of Defense. Space Command is a joint command with components from each of the services that focuses on intelligence gathering. It wants to redeploy its resources to track what's happening in space as it relates to defensive and offensive warfighting capabilities. With less than a week before a public service loan forgiveness waiver expires, agencies can help feds apply. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains. Agencies can certify an employee's entire work history, including their time working at other agencies. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies should help certify feds' employment on their PSLF applications before the waiver expires on October 31st. The temporary waiver lets those who didn't serve 10 consecutive years of public service and those whose claims were previously denied apply for the PSLF program. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management plans a slew of initiatives to attract more early career, young people to federal service and to stick around. Director Kieran Ahuja, speaking at the ELC conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania, said OPM will issue guidance before year end for agencies to start paying all interns. It will seek authority to pay recent graduates and graduate students coming into government at the GS-11 rate around $72,000. Ahuja said OPM will soon launch a federal talent innovation office to zero in on pay and retention issues, as well as a special cybersecurity talent strategy. Ahuja told the assembled federal and industry technology executives the high-tech industry is often a model for the most contemporary employment models. Federal employees have mental health resources available to them as the winter season approaches. Feds experiencing seasonal affective disorder can use their agency's employee assistance program to receive counseling. Other mental health treatment options are available through the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program. The Office of Personnel Management says agency leaders should also regularly check in with their employees and promote a healthy work-life balance. Meanwhile, GSA is giving agencies a glimpse of what the future of work could be. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The General Services Administration is shining a light on how federal employees could share office space in the future. After setting up a contract about a year ago to provide commercial collaboration space, GSA is opening up the doors much wider to this concept. Robin Carnahan, the GSA Administrator, announced this co-working week at the ELC conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania. On November 14th, it's going to be a week where teams can show up work for free in these private co-working spaces and just see what they think of it. See what the tools are that really make a difference for them. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. 
Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.